And I feel like going to the, like watching wrestling in person, wrestling gets a bad rap for being like, one, for being fake, and two, for being like for kids and silly and over the top. Whereas I feel like watching it, I was like, oh, this is heightened theatre. This is exactly the thing I love, but just like taken to the max. And yeah, I, I had a real appreciation for the acting that goes into it too. You're listening to the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back for more. On today's episode, we talk singing, dancing, acting, and wrestling. Rising stars Zoe Iwanu and Luke Leongte join us to talk about their roles in the premiere production of the new Australian musical Dubbo Championship Wrestling. Zoe and Luke sit down to share their experiences of incorporating a new genre never before seen in a musical, as well as the intensity and care that goes into producing new feats of talent in a changing theatre landscape. As usual, you can find all of our content on our Instagram, Facebook or TikTok socials at AUS. So, channel your favourite wrestling persona and prepare yourself for something entirely new in this episode of the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the new episode of Theatre Thoughts Podcast. We have a very exciting episode today. We're talking a new Australian musical with our two stars. We have Zoe Ioannou and Luke Leongte. Welcome to the episode. Just a quick bit of background about the two of you. So, Zoe, you're a graduate from NIDA. You've recently appeared in West Side Story and The Wizard of Oz, and I didn't know you made your TV debut on Disney Playhouse and you had an ongoing guest role of Paige in the ABC TV series Dance Academy. That's awesome. And Luke, you I didn't realise I saw you as Igor in Young Frankenstein. It was, Young Frankenstein was my uh, favourite show of 2021 hands down. You, so you're a Chinese Australian actor, you're a musician and a writer and you studied a Bachelor of Musical Theatre at WAPA um, and was Igor your debut role in um, in the Sydney theatre scene? Yeah, it was. It was my first professional theatre gig at all. Nailed it. That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> moving up in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was, it was like, I love Young Frankenstein as it is, but then when I saw that, it was actually, to be honest, I felt bad because it was my first show I'd ever seen at the Hayes. So when I walked in, I was like, oh, this is the haze that everyone talks about. And I was like, it's very small. How are they going to do it on this stage? That's the thing with the haze. They pick the biggest productions and they always find a way to make it work like a wrestling show. Exactly. So on that, you guys are currently rehearsing for Dubbo Championship Wrestling, which opens on the 13th of May. How are rehearsals going? You guys are currently there at the moment. We are indeed. Rehearsals are intense but also extremely rewarding because we're marrying um our singing dancing and acting within the musical but then also learning to wrestle like a completely new skill that we did not um learn at at Whopper or NIDA so so in um in the rehearsal period we're learning a brand new skill which is really exciting yeah there are there are definitely a couple like I can't believe we're getting paid for this (laughs) moment Because it's really, it's really playful and it's really fun working on new work, yeah. I think. Like I love being able to have a discussion about why things are written the way they are and being able to like work with the writer, with mm. the creatives to massage it into the best version it can be. I guess that's mm. rare as a performer. You don't get to like kind of see 
um, a new work from its birth and, and get to contribute and mould it and, and have your own little um, say on the on the takes, I suppose. Yeah, especially within Australia because a lot of our commercial productions are the original Broadway cast. And so because we are, these, these roles have never been played before, we do get to make it our own. And um, even with the wrestling, like, okay, what feels good, what doesn't feel good, it's all that communication. So, yeah, I think it's a very rewarding experience for, for Australian actors to work on a brand new Australian work. Especially when you have to wrestle as well because when you hear about this show, you go singing, yeah, musical, singing, dancing, acting, wrestling? Oh, uh, okay. And now this isn't like, because you know you see in musicals and they, they'll have like a wrestling ring and in some part of the show and they'll do like a couple of fake like, oh, and throws and that. But this isn't that. This is real wrestling. Real wrestling. Like we're working with the amazing Tim Dashwood, who's our fight choreographer and coordinator. And um, we had to do like a full three-day intense workshop, purely just learning the techniques of fighting. We start off with um, drills and warm-ups specifically to um, to work on like falling safely. And we just drilled them um, over and over. And so working from the ground up and really doing some um, technically difficult moves that are what real wrestlers do. Zoe and I are also uh, very thorough, competent young actors and went to watch some amateur wrestling. We did. We, we did. No way. Yeah. Um, we've seen uh, a few productions. Where did you well. go? I went to AWF Pinfalls mm. at uh, some town hall and it was absolutely wild. Yeah, I saw um, at the Metro Theatre, PWA, which is a professional, which was like next level. And um, I think just watching like the pros do it, it was just, and also like, oh, we, we learned how to do that. We learned how to do that. Yeah. It was like a little kid watching um, watching like dancers or actors for the first time, like, oh, I did that. And so. Um, Being yeah. able to also be like, oh, I'm going to steal that and use that in the show. Yeah, yeah I think also like, having a deeper appreciation for how hard it is. Oh, because like so hard. So hard. It's like, it's really intense. And when you learn, um, like we've only kind of just started learning it, but some of the things that um, professional wrestlers do, it's you have a deeper appreciation for how challenging it is. Mm. Watching it. And how much goes into it? And I like what you said about seeing moves that you perform in, and you go, "Oh, I'm going to steal that," because it's it's like like watching a, a well a very brutal dance. Hundred percent. And I think like the best way to describe it is it's like partner working dancing, um, because if you're not in sync with your other uh, partner, or as they call it, um, their opponents, then um, these tricky lifts can go terribly wrong. So it's just basically like partner work, but um, a very intense level of that. And I feel like going to the, like watching wrestling in person, wrestling gets a bad rap for being like, one, for being fake, and two, for being like for kids and silly and over the top. Whereas I feel like watching it, I was like, oh, this is heightened theatre. This is exactly the thing I love, but just like taken to the max and... Yeah, I, I had a real appreciation for the acting that goes into it too. Oh, yeah. It's, it, it's the technique married with the performance, which is ironically what we do in musical theatre. Yeah. And um, I think that's why what Dan and James Cullen have done with creating a musical about wrestling is so genius. And I'm like, why hasn't it been done before? It's, yeah. it's, it's ironic how um, many things parallel 
to their um, to what we do as actors. Yeah, definitely. I was actually uh, I wrote this in my review for um, American in Paris because we we went to the the premiere last night and. Um, I've I've never seen a ballet in my entire life, but it was so beautiful how it brings this art form that is very similar to all the other art forms in theatre, musical theatre and so on. And I think this is the same. Like you said, like wrestling is just a heightened sense of the theatrical and you're bringing it into this new mode. And I think musical theatre is very special that it can do these things it can lift and present new things to people that have never seen them before. absolutely there's so much heart in wrestling mm. there's moral black and white there's justice there's injustice when the villains cheat though when the refs look in the other way god it's juicy it's literally it's the stories and when they're um performed so in sync and so beautifully i i guess my naivety not knowing wrestling before I even started the show, um, I thought I the appreciation that I have now for it has just grown dramatically because now when you watch the pros and even like the the um, Randy Savages and Hulk Hogan's and, and you follow their um, dramatic stories from the acting point of view, it's like why do the crowd why are the crowds so involved when they know it's kayfabe as as, as we call it being fake and it's not it's they're bringing this true drama that's just like a soap opera and um it's amazing how engaged the audiences are by the end and even like throughout their whole careers incredible that's so incredible Mm -hmm. isn't it well actually on that let's let's get to w championship wrestling so we kind of get a bit of context because we could talk about this for ages so w championship wrestling it's a new australian musical it's written by daniel cullen and james cullen and you're being directed by the amazing sheridan harbridge as well so you got a massive team behind you guys could you in a nutshell just kind of Give us the essential details, who you're playing and the basic plot. So I guess Davo Championship Wrestling is uh, a new Aussie rock musical and it is a show about acceptance and identity. Um, I play Rose in the show, a young girl uh, originally hailing from Davo but living in Sydney. When um, things occur whereby I have to come back to Davo and to my dad's failing wrestling promotion, uh, a battle between family and identity begins. Yeah. Uh, that was very concise. That was no. very good, wasn't oh, it? <laughs> um, I am playing Ron, who is the entire opposite of Rose in that mm. he is from Sydney and moved to Dubbo by choice because he loves that uh, small-town life. Uh, and he's, he's doing wrestling because he loves it at the Amateur Wrestling League, which is failing. Um, Ron is forced to play Mr. Multicultural, who is a relic from the 80s. Uh, wrestling, particularly like WWE, that kind of wrestling was full of really racist stereotypes, uh, particularly back in the day. Uh, and Ron's character, he's, he is forced into this role by the people who run it. Uh, but that's not who he wants to be. He has a, he has a character he's worked on he's going to put forward. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think there's a good interrogation of, oh, look at these crappy, we can't ignore this this part of wrestling history and also Australian history, but let's provide an example of how things could be better. Yeah, and I guess through both of our um, very different journeys at the beginning of the show, 
we kind of come together and meet and there might be some romance involved who knows who knows and a lot of headlocks and yeah um kicks and punches wow (laughs) so it's got it's got a lot of things in there and the rock music now you said it's a rock musical so the music how would you describe or how do you think the music really marries up to what you guys are doing it's like think late 80s early 90s aussie rock what i love most about the music is wrestling in itself is loud and punchy and the music articulates that so beautifully so you've got like punk rock even um, depending on the different characters that come out in the wrestling shows, like we've got a bit of country, even a bit of disco. So yeah. there's like heaps of different styles of rock and just music in general of the late 80s, early 90s um, within the show. I would say it's like the best kind of music theatre underscore mm-hmm. in terms of it punctuates the moments and it really makes you feel something and aids in the, the storytelling. I think, as you said before, uh, wrestling and musical theatre are really a great mix. Yeah. And, like, the, when, you, when you go to a wrestling match, the crowd and the vibe and how the audience gets involved, we've got a little bit of that, and um, just that energy and that punch and, yeah, just be prepared for some loud mouth fun. I'd say. Actually, you said um, something interesting there about the audience interaction because I'm, I'm wondering now because when you Sydney audiences like sometimes we're like oh should we should we say something should we should we like be vocal or do we have oh are we loud so do you think they're going to be a little bit shy to maybe like cheer and jeer and or do you guys kind of aid that or, or cheer, like kind of get them to do it? It will be very clear when they should and should not join in. Yeah. So do vocal <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I just, it just came to me because you do see audiences where they go, oh, you can't speak in theatre. and But this is, I, I'm just picturing it in my head now, this is the part where you go, oh, yeah, get in and, and just go for it. All the boundaries and all the rules, and I think that that's what's so special about this show is we are breaking every rule under the sun that was formed in musical theatre. Yeah, we set up from the very top that, like, oh, yeah, you have permission to be loud and raucous. In fact, you are, you're going to be encouraged to be loud and raucous. The word is out. The Theatre Thoughts Monthly is here and it's your chance to get exclusive giveaways, podcast episodes, reviews and more direct to your inbox. Don't wait until next month. Get this month's Theatre Thoughts Monthly now. It takes two seconds to sign up. Simply head to the link in this episode's description and select the Theatre Thoughts Monthly option to fill in your details. It's that simple. You'll receive links direct to this month's edition of Charlotte's Cheap Thrills, early access to an exclusive giveaway only for Theatre Thought subscribers, and the early goss on our next massive star on the podcast. Now, let's get back to today's episode. And what's it um, been like working with um, with Sheridan? Oh, she's I mean, the bomb. She is the absolute bomb. She's a dream. Her energy is... <laughs> I was going to say this to her the other day. Her energy is, I'm a naughty kid and I've got a, I've got a secret and I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> That's her energy. Yeah. Like, it's very special working with someone like Sheridan who's an actor's director because she's yeah. an actor herself and she's a brilliant one at that. And so she gets very involved and like, like that naughty kid, she gets excited and passionate about each scene. 
And um, just her involvement, like physically, she'll get into the ring, she'll try things herself, which is really important for us as well and to to see it as well and um, for her to really paint her vision of the show. So uh, it's been really exciting. Yeah. amazing. Also, I, I'd add that she encourages bold offers. Uh, even if it's not right, she's like, it makes us feel really safe. Very safe. She always checks in with you personally about everything you have to do in the show and just how you're feeling. She's, so true. she's really awesome. She's honestly the dream director um, that anyone, any actor could wish for. Wow, high praise. Wow. Do you guys have any stories about rehearsals, like maybe something that you were like nervous about or maybe something that went wrong and, and you were like, oh, how do I fix that? Or... Because obviously this is a very different rehearsal room than anything we've ever seen. Well, nothing's gone horrifically wrong so far, touch, touch wood. I think, like, the the peak of my career so far is seeing Genevieve Lemon bash up Terrasario. It's pretty Like, <laughs> she makes me corpse. Everything that comes out of Genevieve Lemon's mouth, um, I, I become a very bad actor because I just laugh. I can't not. I think it's just. I think that the fun that we're having and like there's, there's always jokes, there's always silliness, which is so beautiful. Yeah, so, the cast has all been really great to work with as well, yeah. which has just been a pleasure. Yeah. I was a bit nervous coming into it because the wrestling I'd seen in WWE, <laughs> I was a bit nervous being like, oh, my God, do I have to, like, do those stunts eight times a week? Uh, and luckily, with the direction of Tim Dashwood, mm. um, we have found an achievable show to do eight times a week. Because normally the wrestlers we saw would do it like once a month. Yeah, um, I guess some do like, well, I've um, had a lot of contact with Robbie Eagles, who is an amazing Australian wrestler. And um, he kind of said a lot of the Aussie wrestlers do once a month. Mm. Um, and so they've got all that time to recover. Whereas um, he goes over to Japan for half the year and he does one show every day. And so um, it's so ironic because it's like our tour life as Australian music theatre performers when we go on tour and we're doing a show a day um, and then going to the next city and just finding those um, cross parallels is amazing. The the physical intensity that he says his body is under. Um, There's a lot of sacrifices of normal life. But um, it was very inspiring. You said that's the gig and that's it's what I love. And it's so ironic because that's exactly what we do with our Yeah. Yeah, well, it's fascinating when you think about that because it's when I when I see professional theatre in itself, and I go, they do that eight times a day, two times a day, or eight times a week. Sorry, two times a day. Some days, like how the hell? But you guys are wrestling on top of that. Like the the caution you'd have to take and the care you'd have to take be so much more intense. Yeah, there's um, lots of strict warm ups and lengthy yeah. warm ups, um, and also just like. I think training and strengthening the right muscles because there's lots of abdominal work and also neck work to do the force, whereas um, that kind of goes against what we have to do as singers. So we're kind of strengthening but also wanting to stretch and relax. And so I think we're finding our ways of how to make it sustainable as well. Um, And Tim's been really awesome with that uh, choreographing uh, authentic wrestling matches but also um, the sustainability in mind. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys actually do? I I should have um, checked prior to the show. Do you guys do a two show day? We do. Oh my god, you guys are incredible. Ah, oh, it's just making me give me heart palpitations thinking about it. Fine line with the with the double show days because you want to rest your body, but also keep it warm. And yeah. um, I think every 
performer has their own routine. Some like to have a, a nap for the three-hour break and some people like to go to the gym and just keep their muscles moving and engaged. Um, so I think that's going to be a really interesting thing once we're in the theatre next week is to find what works for us. Um, I, I think <laughs> I'm like, a napper. Sure. You're a napper? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a light job just to keep my – it's more so my mind away because if I, yeah. like, pop off, my body's like, oh, we're going home. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 but then you know, I, I warm back up. I, I, I do my serious young actors. Can you do like a really good 10 minute nap and then just be like, I'm ready for another 10 hours? Yeah, like, yeah. Damn. Young Frank, I set my alarm. I just like on the couch, still like face full of clown makeup. I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then make my way back to the theater. No, I respect you, dude. Like, I wish that I wish I could nap. No, I'm not a napper either. I, I got into the habit of doing the uh, the 90 minute ones because that's like the full REM cycle, and that's the only ones I can do. If I do anything less, yeah. I'm ruined. Gosh, well, you're gonna be sleeping. I'll show you how it's done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's raining at the moment, so yeah. I don't know. I'll probably just sleep in the room and yeah. just like manifest my body coming back to life. Very method. Yeah, it's very dramatic. I love that. Well, did you guys want to play my my, play my game? (laughs) Okay, I've never done a game on the podcast. This is all very new. I suck. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Guess the Real Wrestler's Name. So I've gone and scoured the internet for uh, for real wrestlers' names, and I've chucked in a couple of my own fake ones. So we're going to see out of the two of you who can. Get the most correct answers of which one's the real wrestler's name. Oh, we're playing Guess the Wrestler with Zoe and Luke. Welcome to the game show. (laughs) Okay, so the rules of the game. So basically, I'm going to tell you the names. Uh, You can guess between you which one's which. Lock in your answers and then we'll see who gets the most points. Round one. So you got three names. First one is Scotty Too Hotty with a two. Snots McGee or Bone Crusher Bill? I my guess is Scotty Too Hotty because that's such a crappy name that I can only assume it's real that you didn't make it up. So that's my guess. I'm gonna go with the second one. Snots McGee. Okay, I can tell you that it is Scotty Too Hotty. That's one for Luke. Scotty Too Hotty. Apparently he was on WWE. I didn't know that. Oh. Okay, round two. We've got these are the ones with the the middle names. Um, so someone, the something, someone. So you have Cameron, the miserable Macintosh, Brutus, the barber beefcake, and Zach, mum's bulger. Zach, mum's bulger. I go with three. Am I going to regret that? No, I'm going with Zach, mum's bulger yeah. too. That's too weird. That's too weird to be fake. I can tell you that it is Brutus, the barber beefcake. <laughs> So that's a zero for the both of you. And then Cameron was my own little fun one. I was like, yeah, let me Now, this one, I actually, I didn't make this up. This is something that I literally found. So, Luke, you're so far on one. Zoe, you're on zero. Round three. Just incredible. Just in time. Just in case. Three. One. One. Just incredible. It is just incredible. Yeah. Smashing it. I thought that's too yeah, obvious. Very good. Like, wouldn't they be copyright? Well, like, just in time. Isn't that a Justin Timberlake movie? Right? I'm thinking of About Time. About Time featuring Justin, yeah. Okay, Zoe, it's your chance to redeem yourself. You're one point. So we have uh, Vomit Truck Tim, Belly Rub Ben, or Bastion Booger? All the beans. 
again? So it's Vomit Truck Tim, Belly Rub Ben, or Bastion Booger. I'm going to go with number two. I'm going with one of them. Okay, it is Bastion Booger. So none of you got that yeah. one. But, Luke, that means you win the first ever game on the Thinos podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> that was uh, very embarrassing for me, but a lot of fun. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to chat to us today. I'm personally, this is one, of, and I'm not lying, this is my most anticipated production of the year just because this is new, it's never been done, and I'm the wrestling. I'm just very excited to see you guys wrestle. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, we are we are very excited for people to get to see the show. Yeah, it's um. Should be a ripper. Yeah, it's it's a it's the rock music, the loud mouth fun. There's f bombs, Aussie slang, but like <laughs> it also paints such a beautiful representation of a regional Australia and b wrestling um i think that it's a very um uh, people don't really understand that they're not educated on the art of wrestling i think that um what we're going to provide aussie audiences is a really authentic version of well thank you so much and all the best and um i can't wait to see you guys uh when you premiere Thank you to Michelle Guthrie for helping to organise today's episode and a massive thank you to Zoe and Luke for joining us on the podcast. To learn more about Dubbo Championship Wrestling, you can head to this episode's description to listen to the concept album featuring stars such as Vijima Khan, Eddie Perfect, Lucy Durack and David Campbell. Dubbo Championship Wrestling plays at the Hayes Theatre until Saturday the 11th of June and Riverside Parramatta from 16th of June to the 25th of June 2022. Tickets can be booked via hayestheatre.com.au, riversideparramatta.com.au or by following the link in this episode's description. That's it for another episode of the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. If you're looking to see more theatre in 2022 and consider yourself to be a writer, why not join our growing team of reviewers? We are currently on the lookout for new writers in Sydney and Melbourne to join our team. You'll gain great experience in writing reviews and expressing your opinions, plus you get to see theatre shows on us. If this sounds like you, email us at theatrethoughtsteam at outlook.com or by contacting us on our website, theatrethoughtsoz.online. And we'll see you next time here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.